0: Show me the crypto. Show me the crypto! Show me the crypto! In a world on the brink of disruption, two men will bring you clarity by interviewing some of the most intelligent and influential names in the blockchain world. Welcome to Show Me the Crypto with your hosts, Wade Patterson, and Ulf Lonegren.
1: Well, hi there, and welcome to Show Me the Crypto. My name is Wade Patterson. And I'm Al Flanagan. We're a couple of friends from Canada who love learning about cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology, and we're happy you're along for the ride. Whether you're a crypto virgin or you know your way around the block, we hope our interviews with some of the most intelligent and influential people in the blockchain space help deliver you with value. And on this episode, we're joined by NFT artist Fuck Render. The Fuck Render name came to life out of frustration seven years ago while doing 3d art with a primitive macbook pro which sometimes took up to an hour to render one frame while impatience formed a catchy alias fuck renders patience in perfecting his craft over the past several years has resulted in him becoming one of the most successful nft artists in the space fuck render welcome to show me the crypto hey thank you so much for having me guys yeah we're stoked about this conversation and i want to go back prior to you getting into digital art, because my understanding was that happened around the time you were working at a pizzeria in Montreal. So can you kind of break down the story for the benefit of our audience?
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, I was working like full-time in a restaurant, uh, was a waiter there. Uh, it was actually really nice. Like I, I, like I used to love this job and everything. Uh, but when I wasn't working, I was doing like cycling, uh, and I had like this bike accident um and yeah like I, I had to find like another hobby because i couldn't bike anymore for a couple months uh on my left side was completely numb and like not paralyzed but like it was very like feel very weird i was like having like these pain and, and everything so i was i and my brain needs to do something like almost 24 hours seven to for me not to be anxious in general so like i needed to learn something and do something different uh, so, yeah, I just decided to learn, like, how to do, like, digital art and, like, 3D art
0: and just for fun, basically. Like, what kind of digital art are we talking about? I mean, obviously, you can go check out your artwork today, but was it different back then?
2: Yeah, so I was basically just learning how to do art and, like, like I didn't add much style and back then. I was just, like, trying to mimic what I was seeing, like, in real life or, like, on Instagram and stuff like this. Uh, just,
0: like, to learn, like, the software, basically. Did you have, like like... To just jump into digital art. I mean, did you have an art background before that? Were you already familiar with more traditional forms? No, that just well, jumped right really in. Right?
2: Art. Like the only art I did was like when I was like fifteen, sixteen years old. I was like, like I was taking like these sweater and cardigan, and I was like, m- like uh, making like homemade, like with the sewing machine, like cardigans and sweater, <laughs> and I was selling that at my high school. So nice. like that was like the only art thing I did, but. It's just because i never really wanted to work somewhere so like i was just always trying to
0: make money like doing random shit all the time well that still counts but that is definitely far from digital art so you made quite the leap there for sure what about okay so so moving on from you know you got into digital art um like at what point did you become aware of nfts and get into you know and decide hey like i don't just have to create digital art as a JPEG, now it can be an NFT.
2: Um, that's actually a very good question. Um, I mean, like the the first time I heard like the term like NFTs and stuff like this, I was really interested. I was like, okay, so there's a way for me not to be forced to do commercial work and execute someone else's vision. And like to me, like like I said it many times, I'm very bad at commercial work. I'm not good at executing other people's vision. I'm very good at doing what I like to do and what I'm doing. Uh, And this is what I like the most to do. Like, it's crazy because like, I remember like I was working like probably 80 hours to a hundred hours of, no, maybe like 60 to 80 hours a week doing like commercial work, like advertisement, visuals for shows and shit like this. And I had like three pretty fucking big burnout and like I was depressed all the time. And now I'm working like on on Lucidia and like Fucker and all this shit. I'm working like hundred hours a week, and i'm like i i feel fucking amazing so like it's just like you got to do what you love, and like n f t really opened this for me like being able to do things that I really love to do and and what I like to do is like doing my own thing and do my my art basically so like yeah,
0: yeah, yeah I mean like what a dream, you know, for someone from my own perspective, I I know what it's like in regards to working on client work. Um, you know, I have a business and it's, it's, it's service-based. So everything we do is client focused and it's much, it's much different when you get that chance to do something for you and kind of have those, uh, restraints pulled off, so to speak but the th- the problem is not a lot of people can do that and actually make a living from it yeah. I think that's one of the great things about nfts i mean that that's one of the benefits they've provided to artists is uh, an outlet to um, sort of make more of a option as a living with with your artwork
2: yeah. which is why i'm'm I'm, I'm like i'm I've became so annoying like on Instagram and stuff like this because I'm only talking about this <laughs> so I feel like a lot of my followers like are finding me really annoying and shit like this but dude honestly it changed my life so much that i really hope like it's it might not change everyone's life but like if someone like read or like listen to what i'm doing and like start doing it and change their life like i'm fuck i just fucking won you know like this is what i this is what i want like i want people to experience what i'm experiencing right now
1: I want to kind of just quickly break down how I became aware of you. So we launched this podcast about a year and a few months ago. And one of our first guests was Cooper Turley. And he was on. And one of the questions we asked him, because at this time, it was like January, February. We were talking about like, what is an NFT? we were just trying to educate people because it hasn't it hadn't become the ubiquitous a- acronym that it is today. And so we're going through that and at the end of the conversation, I asked him what his favorite NFT was. And he literally showed us during that interview, a Beeple. So I was thinking it was going to be that. And he's like, my fuck render. I don't remember specifically which one, but he's like my fuck render out. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. so like, a-, a while ago, like he's been very supportive.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so I saw this and I'm like, who is this guy? And at this point, I had never purchased an NFT yet. And then so I'm searching nifty gateway drops and that kind of thing. And then I think invalidity was the first one that I saw. And I'm like, I got to get in on this. So I got it. And by the way, at this point, like I was hiding it from my fiance, because I'm like, she didn't know I'm spending like a thousand dollars on it. Right. Like to me at that point, it's just this crazy concept. Never
2: didn't to your fiance, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. That's, that's on you, but I'm joking. <laughs> but but um, did you did you burn it? Yes. To-
1: so, so this is where I was going with the story. So okay. so then I I did burn it. Now I get two fuck crystals, and it's this whole Discord, this whole world. You're talking about at first the fuck renderverse, which turns into Lucidia. Where I'm going with this is like, can you just break down, even if it's the long form version for our audience, like where you started in the NFT space and like what it has evolved to and what's coming.
2: Yeah. 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 So. Like I started like everyone, like we're just selling like image on like super rare and like Nifty Gateway. And like, to me, like there was something wrong, not wrong. It's not true because I, I think like still selling like image is fine. But like, there was something in my head that was like, it needs to be a little bit more. Like it could be more. And I was like, how can I, how can I show my art in a different way? And I'm like a digital artist. I do digital sculptures. So it just makes sense for me to create like this fucking universe where people can just go see a virtual sculpture in the middle of like nowhere and it looks fucking sick. And you're just like seeing other piece of art and you can walk for hours in a virtual space. And like, you see all these sick like pieces. So I created like, I I picked, I picked up like Unreal Engine. I never opened Unreal Engine before. After like two months, I had like my, my working kind of game, and like I sold out on Nifty Gateway two shows in a row. Uh, it was fucking like it was pretty crazy. And now, like, I, I with all the resources I like, and by resources, I mean money, like, I, I was able to hire uh, like people to help me build like new versions of Fuck Renderverse back in, in that time. Uh, and now we have like a pretty solid team. I think like there's like 30 people like working on Lucidia right now. Uh, so we we changed the the name like from fuck renderverse to Lucidia because we wanted to make it more inclusive and more like like if I if if an artist like Victor Maskira release, I didn't want them to release on like fuck renderverse, you know, because like it's like you're releasing on another artist platform. Now it's like I'm releasing on Lucidia. So what we want to do is like allow like amazing artists to come and create their own environments in a very curated way and like let collectors see like this art artist works in like a virtual space and like just we're just trying to do something that's not really been done like yeah like i absolutely love what on is doing uh like this is like the closest to what we're doing but like it's not like still images like it's not like uh, frame print on like walls actually like sculptures, sculptures. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Uncyber they're like fucking destroying it.
0: And when we talk about, like when you talk about Lucidia and you talk about this uh, virtual space where you can go and, and see all of this art is it like are we specifically talking a virtual reality space? Is that how you, is that how sort of the vision there?
2: I mean... What is virtual reality now like it like it, it I feel it's very like open, but like what we're trying to do, what we're doing right now is like in like few weeks, maybe like a week, actually we're gonna have like i'm having the the beta tonight actually uh it's all streamable, you'll be able to go on your phone on any computer, you can have a shitty computer, you'll be able to go as long as you have a good internet connection um so that's where we want to go because right now the version of uh lucidia which is fucker universe is a downloadable file and like with all the scams we wanted to remove the stress factor Mm -hmm. of like having to download something nowadays uh so yeah like we're doing like this streamable experience which looks like a game but I, i consider this more of a virtual experience
0: Interesting.
1: So one of the things that I think has been really hyped and you've teased a couple of times is the, the fuck avatars. W- when are those coming? What's the plan with those?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we've been, honestly, we've been like crushing it. Like I I'm working with like amazing people to help me, uh, I'd like to shout out like Landis because he's, he's working like day and night on this, uh, helping me like generate all of these assets um but yeah like it's it's coming like honestly like it takes it takes a lot of time but i'm very bullish that like end of february early march we're gonna release all of this
0: nice that's super exciting yeah I, i can't wait it's yeah and you mentioned there uh you know people you're working with you've had the opportunity to do some uh collabs uh for example zed and there's been a number of others how do these artistic partnerships come about you know is that something you reach out or are people coming to you at this point maybe you can tell us a little bit about that
2: yeah yeah um i think but zed was like very organic like we 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 have friends in common and we just decided to do something together it was super chill uh but in terms of like i don't really want to do any more collabs uh like it, it depends what kind of collabs, but I like it's always super complicated. Uh and like there's always like like agreements and like stuff like this. So it's like it's it's a stress I don't need right now, like to to be honest. Uh like if I do a collab, it's like it will be like with another artist. Me and Victor Mascura are working on a very uh sick collaboration uh, to reward uh the like fuck victor collection that we released on, on Nifty Gateway. Uh, it's gonna be pretty sick but yeah like it depends like I, I get it on like every day like by celebs and like music artists and like brands to do stuff and like I'm just not interested anymore like in doing this I'd, I'd rather just do my own thing honestly and I'm stoked for like when like it's funny because like I see like an artist uh, collaborating with certain brands and stuff like this I'm like oh they have this because I I turned them out turned them down <laughs> so, like that's I, I like that because like it makes me happy to know like, like someone is benefiting from this basically.
1: Right. I want to go back to just really quickly back to the the fuck avatars and like what exactly, like, I know there was that teaser video, but is this going to be kind of like PFP style that people can use and like that, that's how you envision it? Or can you, can you speak a bit more about what we can expect with those? Yeah,
2: yeah. So I uh, like like you, you guys probably know me now, but I don't like to do things like other people are doing. So that's why like it's called fuck avatars. They're not meant <laughs> to be avatars. They're meant to be a statues in uh, Lucidia. This is what it, it it's supposed to be. It's sh- it should be like your you know like when you go like you see like uh, in like uh, re- a certain region you'll see like big statues of like certain gods of like of anything. These are like things that you'll be able to put on your land in lucidia uh this is how i interpret this uh but we will let people decide what they really want to do with it they can use it as avatar uh but like it's not like it's it's it will be a pro people will use it as a profile picture for sure. Like that, like I, that's for sure. And it, it it's the goal like, is-
0: don't use it as a profile picture, <laughs> but I know you're gonna, well, I mean,
2: I'm, I'm stoked that they use it as profile picture because like more people will see it and they actually look fucking cool as profile picture. But like, when I say like avatars, more like usable avatars, they will be usable, but not in the same way as everybody else does. Uh, we're trying to do something very interesting with, with them and Lucidia.
0: Cool. Uh, and you're based out of Vancouver. Yeah. And Wade and I have learned by, by being in this space that the NFT scene in Vancouver seems to be a, a, a really big scene. There's lots of great artists there and it only seems like um, it's growing. What's yeah. it like to be an NF, a popular NFT artist in Vancouver? And are you sort of in that scene? Did, 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 is there a community there locally? Yeah, uh,
2: I mean, I, I, there's a big community. There's not a lot of events and I personally work so much, honestly. Like I don't have time to go out, unfortunately, that much. And if I go out, I'll just i'll go out with 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 beige my fiance, because i like being with her so i don't know like it's that's just like <laughs> we've, been, we've been together 13 years uh, wow. So, wow! yeah so I'm, I'm really proud like yeah anyway uh but yeah i just i just like if i have like time i'll just spend it with her and like like very close friends mm-hmm. so that's why i like i don't do much events i but once the avatar will be out like i'll definitely hang out more and like try to meet more people for sure.
1: One of my favorite stories that came out or not stories, but one of your posts that you had was when you, I think it was, you had four of your board apes that you were saying, I'm going to trade these and I'm trying to get a property in Vancouver. Does anyone want to make this trade? Did that go anywhere? Was that serious? Was that a joke? What was the situation?
2: Oh yeah. Daily, I've picked it up and like, they made like this big story about it. I got reached out by. A million of real estate agents and like they they were all like, oh, just sell them and give me the money. Like if like I was like, fuck you, dude. This is not what I'm <laughs> to do. uh but no, like it didn't it didn't lead to anything like super serious. And to be real, like four board apes is not enough for like a one bedroom in Vancouver anyway. Like it's yeah, like it, it was it was mainly just a joke and yeah, it was actually fun and really engaging.
0: Time will tell if uh, Four Bored Apes is uh, not <laughs> yeah, enough that's for a one person. Well, we'll I, I don't know. We'll see. So what's your advice for maybe new artists who are jumping into the NFT space or thinking about it and haven't made the leap? I mean, it's a lot. It's a different space now. Obviously, things move so fast um, in crypto and NFT is no different. Um, so, so what do you think it's like for artists who are considering jumping in today? And what advice would you have for them?
2: Yeah, um uh, I think it's important to like stay grounded and be like this may this might take some time to do a sale and like don't come in just to do sales come in to experiment come come in to like fail come in to like innovate your art and bring your art to another level because now you have like it's not just your art it goes with the smart contract you can be so creative with smart smart contract and like try to build a community like be engage with other artists do collaboration but don't come in and be like oh i i post this artwork i haven't sold for like two weeks fuck this shit like it good things take times and like I, I even me like i have like still i have one-on-one that has no bids and like and, and it's been like a month or so like it's it's fine like every like it, Everything takes time. I think my biggest advice is just like be patient, try to innovate and do your art that you love and like again be so fucking patient. I feel like people are so impatient in this space like like I like I received like DMs from like close like semi-close friends of like ah, oh, this is, this fucking NFT shit is fucking bullshit. I I minted a piece like 2 days ago nobody bid on it. Like <laughs> and like they're like you should share it so like so someone like pick it up i'm like no like it doesn't work that way like i'm not going to fucking share it just for you to like make money because after you're just going to always be dependent on of, of people sharing your shit like just take your time engage with people and like yeah
1: well That's actually interesting you bring that up because that's one thing I wanted to ask. And, you know, it's interesting being on several different discord servers and sometimes holders of projects almost have this entitled view of, yeah, I've purchased this, therefore this needs to five or 10 (laughs) X, you know, and they have this expectation. And so how do you as an artist, like, do you get that pushback from people of like, Hey, like why are fuck crystals going down in value? And like, how do you deal with that?
2: It was so fucking hard for me to deal with this and I'll be like, I'm super transparent. Like it was, it was doing me so much pain that I was waking up every morning with chest pain, like literally. And for this, this was for like, like two, three months in a row. I was feeling like total garbage, like really, really, really so bad. Uh, But you know what? Like I've, I've been building this shit for so long and like now you see like crystals are fucking holding strong, like floors, like floor went from like 1.5 to like 2.7 something right now. So like I can't control the floor. Like the only, like what I'm building is not something that can be built in one day or like one week and even one month. It's, it takes times and like good things take times. And I had this amazing conversation with, navim uh one of the founder of yacht uh the the emojis uh, that you can purchase and he was just like telling me that like good things take time like you should i i shouldn't be worried about all this and everything and i was like i it's at this moment i, I really i really switch like now i don't give a fuck what the floor is like i'm stoked when i see the floor going up because that means people like are trusting what we're doing but like at the same time we're building something that will be there in like 10 years so like i don't give a fuck what the floor is right now like it's what's important is if fuck crystal is still going to be there in 10 years you know so yeah like uh, it was really affecting me but like now i'm like i'm just trying to build my shit and like yeah there's
1: so much coming Ulf, do you realize our audience has been either watching or listening to this episode for 20 minutes? 20 minutes? No, they should probably subscribe. Yeah, they should subscribe. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you comment and turn on notifications. And if you're listening to this podcast, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and a review. We're also on Twitter. Instagram and
0: even TikTok. So go check out the episode description. You can find all that information below. And we have an update on the NFT, don't we?
1: That's right. We didn't previously mention this, but this NFT for OG supporter is a one of one. There will only be one of this kind ever minted. And we have a few surprises for the person who purchases it. The link is in the episode description. And back to the episode. So
0: On that same note, I mean, it's great to hear your experience, not the negative part of it, but the fact that you've kind of overcome that, right? And you're not as focused on it anymore. Speaking to other NFT artists and those who get in the space, do you feel like that's a common, uh, maybe like a common thread, a common feeling when they come in that their art needs to be worth a certain amount and floor price needs to increase yeah. is that a stress that maybe most nft artists are dealing with
2: yeah and it's very damaging honestly on, on mental health like i've i've seen like so many artists like really struggling to like pump their floor and and like like i don't know like it, it's it's sad because like there's such a big like flipper mentality in the nft space like people like are used to have like board a flipping like Starting from zero point zero eight, and going to one hundred e, and there you cannot expect every project to go to one hundred e. Like it, it's it's first, it's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't make any sense. And like one artist compared to like a team, it like it's it's unfair. Like it's like comparing like uh, me with like artifact, artifact, whatever how you pronounce their name. Like like they have a team of probably like. 20 30 50 people so like it doesn't make sense to like take smaller group like it, it's everything is dependent and but at the same time you'll see like anon groups hiring fiver people and like fucking under the eggs so like i don't know like
0: hey, they'll, i have no good opinion i think on this well i think it's just interesting in general how yeah. the the space isn't maybe all coming from a place of creating great art and maybe like working hard to produce something that as you said will exist in 10 years. A lot of people are here for the money, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. It, it kind of depends who we're talking about as well. You know, in that case. I
2: mean, but at the same time it's 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 like it's it's normal. And like I don't think being there for the money is necessarily a bad thing. Like I think everybody's trying to live their best life and like be able to have as much financial freedom. But there is a limit of like Like, having, like, collectors to... Like, I bought so many NFTs. I bought, like, over fucking, I think, 3,000 NFTs over one year. Damn. Never (laughs) never in my fucking life you'll see me go on a Discord of a project that didn't pump and be, like, starting to give shit to the fucking creator. Like, Mm, it's I, I bought this. It's my responsibility. And, like, if it doesn't pump, it's not their fault. It's my fault for not pumping their project, like, right. you know, you know what I mean? It's like, like, it's, it's all a teamwork. Like if like, like builders and collectors work together for it to make a, 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 a big place. Like Bored Ape like was endorsed by so many celebrities. Their collectors makes board Ape more out there, you know? Like this yeah. is how it works. Like too. Yeah. it's not just the the creator.
0: It's funny too, because it goes beyond NFTs, I think in the whole yeah. crypto space, it doesn't matter if you're the founder of any crypto project that has a token period, you know, the investors or in in the NFT case collectors, they come in and if price isn't going up, it's, well, yeah, well, why isn't the price going up? Like, what are you even doing over there? It's like, they're building. Like yeah, exactly like it's like,
2: <laughs> like it takes fucking one week to build a metaverse. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or like right. a game. Like
2: the, the funniest is like it, like like uh NFT projects that are games, like actual, like not just like a shitty roadmap that like, oh, we're gonna do a game, like actual like Axie Infinity type thing. Like yeah, a lot of people complaining that their game is boring, but dude. They're working on something. Like it's not gonna take five months. It's gonna take like four years until Axie Infinity looks fucking sick. How long do you think every Ubisoft game takes to build? Like it's not like like eight months.
1: Like, yeah, people need to really chill on the end of the NFL space, That's for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Do you have any thoughts on? So obviously, I mean, it's all speculation, but there's some people who have said or fear that. You know, you mentioned earlier things like board Apes going to like a hundred ETH and maybe they'll keep going, who knows, maybe they'll keep going up and up. But there is a question at some point of how sustainable is all this? And some fear that if the NFT market crashed or some big projects did that, that everything could kind of go that way. I'm guessing that's something that you probably don't concern yourself with. You just head down and focus on building. But is it something that is a little bit in the back of your mind of like, what if everything just went way south?
2: I, I had a lot of thought about this like a couple of months ago. I was like, and to be real, like even if everything crashed, like I remember like everything really crashed like for the NFTs like a couple of weeks, months ago. Mm-hmm. And like Crystal were one of the only projects that was like holding still, like it was like a stable coin at this point. Right. Uh, like people were buying and like selling and like it wasn't like going, it wasn't very volatile. And this made me realize that like, i'm building something that like people are starting to understand what i'm building and they're starting to understand that it it, it will take time so like it, it depends like there's there's a lot of projects that will go to zero that's for sure i think 99 percent of nft projects will go to zero because they don't have strong fun, fundamentals they don't have strong teams uh but like i don't like even even if like board ape crash tomorrow and goes to 68 I chances it's gonna be 150 in a few months. Like, like they're like Yuga Lab is not like gonna fucking stop working. Yeah, they're, I'm pretty sure they're gonna grind as as hard as they can for for Board App to be the biggest NFT brand. Like I don't know. It depends. It depends on who you you bet your money on. Like I, like I think like uh, G funk with with like uh, Pixel Vault and and Punk Comics, like put beanie aside like he's he's a fucking true builder like mm. i'm i'm putting my money in, in this guy instead of like anon project that i don't know the team and i don't know like who, who what they're doing basically yeah it really depends where you put your money like honestly
0: and one of those things you just mentioned was like fundamentals and, and how the projects with no fundamentals those are the ones that'll go to zero You also mentioned earlier community and and i tie those two together because i feel like in the nft space fundamentals in many ways relate back to building a community you know it's it's rare to see i think success in this space as an artist if all you're doing is creating an nft of your artwork and then just like posting it and hoping it hoping it sells right it's kind of like you also got to then follow it up and and sort of help build and foster a community behind it do you feel that is that true and and what are your thoughts around that Um, it depends like you have like
2: you have pretty good artists like that are not really good at building community and like they're selling for a good amount of money and i think it's like it really depends like what you're trying to do like there's there's like these one-on-one artists that like will perform well, even if they don't have a strong community. Uh, but it, like, it really depends what role you want to do. But like, I, I do think like having a good community is, is important. I personally love community building and like, like I'm every day on my discord talking to my collectors and talking to people that are not my collectors yet, because I think it's important. Like I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be able to create Lucidia without my collectors. So like I'm not like I'm going to go there and like spend like 30 minutes a day talking to them and like interacting because I like them. Like people are fucking nice on my Discord most of the time. Sometimes there's like lippers. So and when <laughs> when I see them I try to troll them a little bit but yeah.
1: <laughs> nice. Um have you so another issue that comes up from time to time is infringement and so sometimes you'll see people do these nft drops and then people will literally just copy them create their own have you had to deal with that at all have you had anyone taking your work and trying to profit off of that
2: um i mean not as like collection but like there's a lot of like like i think i'm 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 there's a lot of people copying me especially like on instagram and like i've seen like a lot of uh like fuck render inspired stuff on like foundation and like maker's place and stuff like this but the reality is like i don't really care like they can do whatever they want like and if like i don't know like i'm not gonna be there and control what people do like Mm -hmm. i i don't care like they can they can copy me but they will never be me like they will like i'll i i always have my own ideas so like at the end of the day i don't i don't really care about people copying me honestly
0: what about like when it's maybe not copying you like as in similar but actually you know creating nfts out of your artwork and trying to scam others you know is that something that you feel a certain responsibility to try and protect your community from honestly
2: like if you buy something that is not a verified collection by fuck render i don't know what to tell you like yeah it's super simple like Mm. you just check if there the blue mark is there and like like i'm not gonna like i i i have a team like of moderators that keep an eye on like fake collections mm-hmm. but like at the same time if you buy something that is from a fake collection like
0: there's only so much you can do right like, like
2: yeah. i yeah like i it, it happened to me like to buy from from fake collection in the past and it's it's part of the game honestly like just need to be really careful i think
1: yeah it's crazy in Discord specifically, like the amount of, it, it, I mean, a message to anyone listening, if you ever get a DM, just don't click on that link because there's so much scams that go on that way and everything. But my understanding is I heard on another interview that you were saying that at some point you had, uh, I, I don't know if it was your MetaMask getting hacked or something along those lines, but but what happened there and what did you learn from that process?
2: Yeah, yeah. So I I, I had ledgers um, and I was... I. Most of my assets were fine, but like i still use my uh, my wallet just for like fast transaction mm-hmm. uh but i had like i just i just, i know I, I remember i just received my ledger no actually i didn't have the ledger i had the gemini uh i ordered the G- uh, ledger right after that um but yeah like i i no actually i think i had a ledger, but i just added yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway, who cares um, <laughs> So what happened is like I received this email and like I've been doing commercial work for many years and it was like hey my boss really love your work we have this mock-up of your art we want to do where would you why are you interested? I was like oh fuck yeah so I opened that link and it was a fucking screen file and my they 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 emptied my whole uh uh, Met and they were like, "Oh, give us your two FA for your Gemini, or we fucking." They were like blackmailing me, and I was like, "Fuck you, dude! I'm not giving you shit." Um, it was really scary, honestly. Like I remember, like my heart was pounding. I was like, I was so white and I was like shaking and sweating. And like even, like even today when I think about that, I'm like, "Fuck, this was so fucking sketchy." Uh, so now, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like they took. They took 40,000 axes, which is like, like $4 million. Damn. It was like, it was like 350 K back in the days though. Oh my
0: God. Wow. So sorry to hear that. That's actually so crazy though. Like dealing with something like that. Yeah.
2: Honestly, but, but uh, like, it's, it's weird to say, but it's probably one of the best things that could happen to me because I learned so much and like, I got to be Closer with manifold where they really taught me more. like, they, they really gave me a very good, like cybersecurity course. And this is like no price, honestly. Like
0: can, so can you give us like three quick tips or something? I mean, for someone who's gone through it, right. I think a yeah. lot of people don't give it the attention or seriousness that it deserves until after they've yeah. gone through it, but maybe you can give us a quick few tips for our listeners. Yeah.
2: So yeah, even if you think it's not gonna happen to you, it's clearly gonna happen to you. Like even my friend, like the other day was on, he he wanted to go on Decentraland and it was a fake Decentraland page. And it's like, oh, log in there, enter your seed phrase. And he fucking entered his stupid seed Uh, phrase. So I think the the main tip is like, like, no one will never need your fucking seed phrase. So don't ever type it anywhere. Just have it on a piece of paper and put it in a security deposit box not even in your own city, like just, just for safety, like, uh, do this, uh, get a ledger. Ledger is super important. Uh, and yeah, don't, don't interact with people you don't know. Like, yeah, like, yeah.
0: Like don't, don't click on links. In but that, like, in that case was the main, like, like the real trigger point where they got control. It was opening that file. Is that right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. I want to ask you, what is your other than? I I don't think you would answer this, anyways. But other than anything that's like your own project, uh, what is your favorite NFT that you own?
2: Um, I think it's the frog penis. Yes. Yeah, I think it's the frog penis. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, no, but for real, like, I think this one is actually really funny. Uh, But. Favorite NFT, like I I own so many like one-on-ones, like that that I really like. Like I have a D phase that I really like. Um I what like
0: dude, I have so much shit, honestly. Like Do you have any that you show off physically at all? That's something we've talked about a little bit before with some of our guests.
2: Yeah, every time I'm a little bit drunk and I'm at a bar and like I I meet new people and they talk to me about crypto. I show their frog penis. That's some- <laughs> <laughs> that's your favorite then, for uh, sure. Uh, yeah. Well, I, like I like in terms of collection, I like I just bought like that skilly uh, doodle that I fucking love. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I love Burntos and I absolutely love like uh, Evan and like the 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 old doodle team. They're so smart and. Mm-hmm. They, they're like these are builders like the like this is where i'm i'm safe like i'm i'm fine with giving them my money basically this is no financial advice <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah like there's so many amazing artists like the piece that i i like 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 i really love like beige my fiance she's so fucking good uh victor Masqueras fucking insane uh phew there's so many sick artists. Yeah. Like honestly, just go see my, my nifty gateway profile or my OpenSea profile. Like most of the stuff that you'll see there. Um, I need to do like a a proper on cyber with like my art though. Like my, my, the thing that I collected.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. Um, so we're getting to the end of this. And one of the questions uh, I'm interested in from your perspective I mean, things have already moved so fast from NFTs really gaining popularity from when you got into the space to today. But what do you think the future holds for the NFT space?
2: Oh, I think it's uh, we're going to zero, man. There's no NFT after this year. <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
0: Uh, well, we got a good twelve or eleven months <laughs> left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, honestly, like
2: I truly think that it's the future. Like I can't wait, like for games to really adopt it. But I'm really excited to, like, like the medical field to use the blockchain for, like, encrypting blood samples and, like, uh, research documents. This is what interests me. Mm. I think, like, right now we see, like, arts and stuff like this and, like, collectible. I don't think, like, these collectible projects are sustainable. I think only few will last. But I I truly think, like, in a year from now, there won't be as many 10,000 collectible drop going on. I think there, we're going to see like a huge shift into something different, more actual utilities and like actual proof of like use, like usage. Uh, like, like I, I can see like movie tickets to be NFTs in the future and like membership passes and like, I don't know. I don't think it's, it's not going to be like collectible project anymore for sure. Mm-hmm. Like that long.
1: So, but- before we get into this last part, I am just curious then, and, and I guess it's a little bit depends on the artistic, what the person's vision is. But if somebody is, let's say there's an artist listening to this episode, who's interested about getting into the space, would you lean them one way or the other in terms of a lot of people do drop like a 10,000 piece, uh, collection, would you steer them toward the one of ones or is that just kind of completely up to where they want to take it?
2: Yeah. Uh, it depends on see, like, like you see like i i I used to sell like one-on-one for like very high prices and i feel a lot of collectors were like pissed at me for doing more editions but i think it's it should be the opposite like the more people that enjoy my art the more these one-on-one should be worth more you know Hmm. so i i I think both ways are good like I, i i do think it's important to like if you like your art you should let other people like it so like i i don't i don't like only doing exclusive stuff because at the end of the day you're limiting the amount of people to collect your art and like i'd rather have like a lot of people collecting my art than just like have five extremely rich people fucking collecting my shit i don't give a fuck if you're <laughs> rich or not like I, I want like everybody to enjoy my art like i don't like so yeah it it depends honestly like it de- like some people want that like to be like only with the rich dudes but like i don't know like to me i'm i if i if i had to choose again i would do the same thing i would like a mix of both basically like i think one-on-ones are super important because they're more like a piece of art but like these collections like good for bringing community and like it allows you to experiment and like like Allow people to test what you're doing, basically, which is really interesting.
1: Love it. Love it. Well, fuck Render, this has been an awesome conversation. Yeah. We like to end every episode of Show Me the Crypto with the same three questions we ask every guest. It's a segment we call You Had Me at Crypto. Ulf's going to ask you those. All right, fuck Render. You ready for these three questions?
0: Yeah. Okay. The first question Who is your favorite person to follow in the crypto space?
2: Oh, that's a good question. I think. I really love O-Shiny and can I, can I mention a couple people?
1: Yeah, go, go for it. For it. Okay.
2: Yeah, I think NFT now is a very trustable source. Uh, O-Shiny is a genius. I think Roger Dickerman and what he's building with artifacts is fucking insane. And it's so undervalued. Uh, I think like if you want to know more about NFTs and crypto, these are the guy. Like, uh, yeah. And, and also my good friend Farouk, yeah, amazing, amazing a
0: human being too. Nice. We got some good gems there. All right. uh, Second question. What will the price of Bitcoin be 10 years from now?
2: I don't have any Bitcoin, so I don't, I don't know.
0: Yeah. But what, this is a 10 year prediction. And <laughs> you might want to get some Bitcoin for whatever your guess is 10 years from now.
2: I, I would say like $10. I think, Oh, well,
1: maybe okay, they're okay. not.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I think
2: it is going to take over. I don't know. Honestly, like I don't have enough exposure in, in Bitcoin to like really know what's up. I really hope, I really hope for like everyone that it's going to go. high. and I do, I do think it's going to go. I, I don't, I don't think. I think it's gonna go adjacent with Eat and other layers and blockchains.
1: While well, ten dollars is one of the lowest guess we guesses that we've heard. We have um, had zero. We have had a couple of guesses zero. Zeros, yeah.
2: yeah <laughs> no, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised to see it at like hundred K to be real. I think yeah. it's like the historical value of Bitcoin is will be important in a few years. I, I, I don't mm-hmm. think
0: it's it's going I don't think it's going down. I think it's going up. Nice. All right. The third and last question here. And you already alluded to an answer, but I'm going to ask it. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so what is your favorite type of penis?
2: The uh, frog penis. <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. No. What is the most underrated coin or project in all of crypto?
2: Um, I'm not really into coins. Like the, the, the only coins I have is like Lit. And so <laughs> it's so silly uh but i don't know i think i think dead fellas is highly undervalued Mm -hmm. crystal is of course highly undervalued uh in terms of coins and like even like axie infinity i feel like they built something so huge and like they not a lot of people talk about x infinity but like i don't know i think it's it's i like their project really got me into crypto and like NFTs. Like they, they were the first coin I bought when I started NFTs and crypto. So,
1: yeah. Wow, love it. Well, we really enjoyed this conversation, Fucker under. Thank you so much for being on this episode of Show Me The Crypto.
0: Yeah,
2: thank you so much, guys.
0: Thank you for listening to Show Me The Crypto. Please make sure to subscribe as well as rate and review this podcast.